just one of them days. You know what? Show me the money. Diddy don't do jingles. That's what it is. That's right. <laughs> actually, did you, did you see? Did you see that? Uh, yeah, I did. That, oh, that that was actually a really funny commercial. I got to yeah. say, that was a hell of a lot better than last year's. Uh, Twenty-five million, baby. Twenty-five million. You know what? Hey. <laughs> Either way, it was it was a good show. All right, so show me the money club. It's Wednesday. A little bit different today because well, Valentine's was last night. Uh, hopefully you uh, spent time with your Valentine's or were out driving, making some money, taking some dates out uh, and, um, you know, making that money. Uh, either way, Show Me the Money Club today is on Wednesday and we'll be back to the normal schedule on Tuesday uh, tomorrow. Uh, welcome, Sergio. How you doing today? Doing great, man. You know what? I swear I didn't know what to do yesterday. <laughs> I was I was I was lost. Three o'clock comes. And I go. I, I think I'm doing something at three o'clock. I was like, no, not today. Really, I, was, I was a lost puppy yesterday. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, okay. Like, oh my god, what am I doing? What am? No, what, no. Do I do? what do I do with all this time I have? <laughs> I actually got a text from Harry too. He's like, no, show me the money club tonight. I'm like, look, I'm out with my wife. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, it's Valentine's Day. We're doing it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I got emails too. I got the, the people emailed this morning. I had like three, four emails saying, what happened to show me the money? I go, but it's tomorrow, bro. We announced it last week. Don't you guys yeah, watch? We, we, we said it a couple of times last week. So yeah, hopefully, uh, but we will be back to our normal Tuesday schedule. Uh, we have a great show for you today. Uh, let's get right into it. We have quite a bit going on. We have Jeff uh, Uber Jeep Arizona is his YouTube channel. He's going to be coming on in just a couple of minutes. He is in Phoenix. We're going to be talking about WMO. We're going to be talking about Super Bowl, how much he's made. We're going to be talking about some of the tips, tricks there that he was using to cash in this past week. Uh, so we're going to be talking to him uh, for the first part of the show. Then we have uh, some changes to the accept screen on Uber. The upfront fare screen is going to undergo a couple of changes. We have the screenshots we're going to share with you today. Uh, then we're going to be talking about some of these surge issues that we're seeing. Um, we're going to have a big call out today. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. So you want to make sure you're staying around for that. Uh, we have uh, the Uber and Lyft earnings, two completely different earnings reports. Uh, I'm glad that I put my money into Uber and I'm so mad that I didn't put a uh, uh short on their stock on lift stock because uh that would have been good but i forgot about that oops uh but we're gonna be talking about the earnings real quick uh we're gonna be talking about lift taking back bonuses uh yeah you might want to watch out when it comes to some of these bonuses grubhub getting rid of drivers for low acceptance rate uh colorado is the next state that is joining uh when it comes to driver protections and you know, cracking down when it comes to pay transparency, when it comes to unfair de deactivations. Uh, so it looks like more states are coming on board. Good to see that. Uh, looks like it might be a state-by-state -state basis, but hey, hopefully that will help. Uh, we're also going to be talking about, you know, Pittsburgh protest. Uh, unfortunately, another Lyft driver was killed on the job. Uh, retirees getting into the gig economy. Some funny and feel-good stories to end out the show, especially with a heavy hitter just before that. Um, so we got a jam-packed show. We're going to get right into it, but we want to thank today's sponsor first, Legal Rideshare. Now, as a full-time gig driver, you may have had the unfortunate experience of being involved in an accident. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the lawyers at Legal Rideshare. They've helped drivers like you put millions of dollars in their pockets for their car accident and injury claims. If you want to learn how, make sure you visit the link in the description below. 
Also, make sure to put their phone number in your phone in the event something is about to happen. Uh, so just open up the description there and put their number in in the event that something does happen. Not only that, make sure you get a dash cam if you don't have one already because it's going to help. Uh, Brian has talked about that previously on Show Me The Money Club when he came on, uh, talking about how important dash cams are when it comes to helping your case if you get into an accident, somebody crashes into you, uh, you know, time off, different things like that. They can help put together an actual package for you to help be compensated. So again, link in the description below for Legal Rideshare and thanks to them for sponsoring today's episode. All right, let's get right into our guest, Jeff, also known as Uber Jeep Arizona or AZ. Uh, link is going to be in the description for him if you want to check out his channel. He keeps it real. He's got some great info. I love the energy. Uh, so welcome, Jeff. How's it going? It's going pretty fine, Chris. No, I'm just kidding. Every once in a while, I got to add corny, man. I got <laughs> All right. No. Listen, listen, I, I want to see the bags of money. Why are you hiding the bags of money? Oh, man. It, <laughs> hey, the bags were out here this weekend, man. The bags was out here. And ah, every no time bad. I saw, whenever I saw like all the black SUVs, I got happy because I knew it was money, man. It was just like. If you follow the black SUVs, you're going to make money. That's all I kept saying, man. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Uh, first of all, you know, I've known Jeff for a while now. And, uh, you know, I don't love him because of his hustle, obviously. But also, you know, for how inspirational and positive he is, you know, about this gig economy. I mean, look, he does it all. He does eats. He delivers food. When things slow, he knows how to pivot, right? He goes right. He goes left. One day zigged, he zags. And you know he's he's figured it out. I mean, yeah. look, there is no free meal in this gig anymore, right? In five, six, seven years ago, man, you could just go drive and make fifty bucks an hour, you'll be all good. But now you got to squeeze all the dollars out of the system. So, so with that said, you know, uh, you know what? The, hey, Serge, not to cut you off, but uh, I think he he was able to get a free meal this week. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a free meal in there. I got a couple of free meals. You got a couple. You got a couple. That's for sure. Yeah. So, you know, um, well, first, let's talk a little bit about your wild weekend, man. <laughs> I mean. Oh, man. It I was, mean, it on, was right? nuts. Yeah. You, know, you know, I started out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I, I knew we had a lot of drivers in town. So I, the market changed. The police had everything blocked off. Everything was locked up. So drivers had to go out early to figure out what was going on. So I drove around Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday on all different parts of town, just figuring out what was locked down, who had the bomb sniffing dogs. I had everything going on, man. So once once Thursday hit and all the planes was landing, I stayed away from the airport because it was just way too packed. And I started hitting all the clubs and all the hotels where everybody was going. And I mean, I was banging out Thursday, $700. I think Friday, like over $800. I, I ended up in four days, after four days of driving, I had already hit. No, it was three days. The first three days, I had already hit like twenty five hundred dollars in three days. The okay. first three, so I was like, Ooh. "Something's going." I'm like, "This is crazy." So if I'm making that much money, the apps must be making at least like three times more. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, "They must have been cleaning the house." And no, this was, the, this, yeah, this was the weekend that it was a win-win-win, right? I mean, the packs didn't complain. They had the money to spend. The, the, the apps made the money, and you guys made the money. I mean, there's nothing oh, yeah. to complain. Like, I wish every day was like this, right? But Dude, now it, it, I, I, I couldn't you know, complain. Yeah, yep, and, I and, and, complain. and tell, me, tell me this. First of all, you know, uh, I mean, you had two big events going on, not just Super Bowl, right? You had actually the a West bigger Management. event, which is called the West Management Open, which is like 150,000 people go there. Biggest party on the West Coast, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, but that's a day, that's a yearly thing that happens in your town. But yeah, for the Super Bowl and that one to be combined is like you know, that's the tornado of all tornadoes, right there, right? Yeah. It was it was the perfect storm for making yeah. money. And I tell everybody, waste management is doing it for a while, so they had it figured out. The waste management had the perfect parking lot, the perfect traffic, they had everything. So if you had a waste management hit, you were gonna get in, get your person, and get out. Super Bowl wasn't like that, so I did zero stadium rides. I was getting $50 offers to the stadium, decline, $45 offers for like 12 miles, decline, because I knew it just gave you the time there and the time back. It didn't give you the wait time. Yeah. You'd be sitting there for 35, 40 minutes. I'm like, I ain't going to that stadium. I was declining. For I mean, I got <laughs> screenshots, $50, $45, declining all of it, because it was yeah. all to that stadium, and they didn't have it figured out yet. Because so I went out there one night and did a quick short, and it showed all the cones and how everything was. Everybody was like, dude, it was, it was a madhouse out there, man. And I yeah, knew it because I saw so, how it was set up. I was like, this ain't good. Something's just not looking good. So yeah, I stuck with waste management. Me, tell, well, you know, while you're at it, tell me, like, okay, you don't have to tell us exact numbers and get us all jealous, okay? I got but, it on my, my uh, channel well, already. Well, it's I, 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 we, by the way, uh, you know, he has an amazing channel, Uber Jeep AZ, on YouTube. Please, the link the, in, you know, the link is below. Um, I appreciate you know, I give him some subs and he does really, really good work there. The reason I like the channel is because, you know, he stays positive. He talks about negative stuff, but also, you know, how you got to hustle and make the money. I mean, if, you know, I call him, I actually offered him, you know, he's funny as heck, by the way. So <laughs> he, I offered him to be his agent, you know, to, for us to go on, <laughs> for us to go on the sunset strip and hit all the, you know, Next year we do it. comedy store, you know, <laughs> so like, we can make more money doing that when things are slow, Jeff. So it's like, like, you know, I'm not driving you at my house, no problem. <laughs> Man, that's funny. We can do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So, so what do you, what what was your overall take on it? You know, like maybe overall, the ballpark. Like even even with the cash, I was counting and everything because I didn't count. I I lose track of all the cash because people throw money at you all the time. So my app had about thirty five hundred. And I had, well, 3,300, I had about 3,600 total, like with all the cash and stuff I was counting. So I got about almost 200, 300,000 tips just in cash so, tips. So you but made, was, you made, you, you, you grossed what people gross or make, let's say on a W2 for a month into four days, right? $3,600, so, yeah, man. Yeah, crazy, That's your walking. So tell, tell me, tell me, right? I mean, obviously if you're a veteran, you followed strategy, you, you didn't fall for any other BS, right? Yep. That's you declined garbage nonstop. Yep. <laughs> And but tell us a little bit about now what's good about the gig economy in your town, but in general, and what it affords you to do with your time and with your flexible schedule. You know, give us yeah. some give us some preaching because you're also a preacher. By the way, he's a preacher too. So <laughs> I don't preach. No, but I I tell everybody I like I was a corporate guy like you for 20 years. I was a corporate accountant and I was in the office and everybody used to say, dude, you do not seem like an accountant. You're way too personable, man. But Doing rasher allows me to be me. I don't have to change for nobody. I can wake up in the morning, eat pancakes, knowing that I can go out and just be who I am. And I don't have to like act, you know, too straight or act too wild just to fit in. Whoever gets in, I fit in with them automatically. I kind of feed off of their energy. They tell me what music to listen to. We going through my like little Spotify. We running, we having fun, $10 tip. I mean, it's like ride share is like life. You're you're dealing with real live people every day. And you, you deal with a couple like crappy people, but it's rare. And sometimes people get in and they just having a bad day. And me being who I am, I kind of change that around. And it just you see the appreciation on their face, you know, the way they talk, the way they get out of the car. It's way different in rideshare 
dealing with them versus, you know, dealing with a customer at Walmart or a customer at like, you know, a store, you're dealing with somebody on a very, very personable level to where we're hearing real life stories from them. And I feed off of that. I, I like that. I like living like that. It's like it's true life and I don't have to change and put on a suit no more and walk in and be like, you know, the financial statements up to the down. I don't need to do that no more. I can just go and just get in my car. Sup, dog? Oh, and on that, check this out. So this is funny. So I'm sitting in the car and I got this guy in the backseat. His name's Josh. Now, Josh has been an executive in the NFL, picked him up from the Tahoe Biltmore. And that's a really, really ritzy casino. He's been in the NFL for 15 years being an executive. And I mean, he's telling us all these stories about him and Robert Kraft and all these people. And he's just laughing and joking. He's in my backseat kicking it. So we're at the Tahoe Biltmore, all black SUVs around us with my little orange BMW sitting dead. <laughs> so we see Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the Heisman winner. He's like, what's up, Bryce? How you doing? Congrats on the Heisman, brother. Congrats. Bryce walks over to my little orange BMW, puts his head in, daps all of us up. While we're in front of the Tahoe Biltmore, and he's like, man, you're going to get drafted. Don't worry about it, man. Everybody's looking at you, Bryce. He's like, oh, I appreciate that, brother. And I'm sitting there like, this is Bryce Young hanging in my BMW, man. This is crazy. But the guy in the back, he was – and we're riding, and I'm taking him to, like, the NFL house. They've been to the Sports Illustrated Maxim party. They're telling me about all these parties. And then his wife calls. So he's like, I need a minute. So I turn the radio down. His wife calls. He's like, okay, okay. Well, just RSVP. Don't worry about it. He hung up. He was like, man, that's crazy. I just got an RSVP from the uh, president of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's getting married. We're going to his wedding. <laughs> so I'm like, who are these people in my backseat? I have no idea who these people are, but they were so cool. And it was like, they didn't view me as like, you know, just some little cornball driver. We were laughing, having a good time. I was getting from point A to point B. They brought that energy to Arizona that, that we really needed in this state for ride share. Because a lot of rideshare drivers have been down. We had a crazy slow January. I mean, I was driving four or five hours and calling it good. And we really needed that energy from all the fans, all the people that came out to Arizona. And it, it really boosted us and made us feel good about what we do. Aside from hearing all the negativity on the Internet about drivers ain't worth nothing. You guys ain't worth crap. You got I mean, these people were just giving us money here. Here's 50 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, paying for the rides, $200 rides. And they were having an amazing time. It was not about the money. It was the experience that we all shared over four or five days, Super Bowl, waste management, stories, parties, you know, badass cars outside like Tesla Rosa Ferraris out front. We lived that for five days. We lived that. And nobody can take that from us. And that's why I love ride share. You know, it's very different from working in corporate because that's something that, you know, I, I hung out. Another story I'll tell you. This is funny. So I go to the Sheraton and I pick these guys up at the Sheraton Hotel. Some guy, Austin. Cool. I see names all the time. Austin comes walking this way. Coming this way, Matt Liner, quarterback, oh. USC. So Matt Liner jumps in my car, dog. Matt Liner. And I'm sitting there like, holy shit, this is Matt Liner. I didn't fan out on the dude, man, because I'm like, you know, I'm a driver. You can't fan out and freak people out from getting in your car. So he gets in the car. We take off. We drive for about an hour, an hour. I got Matt Liner in the back seat, and he's back there. Man, I love Brady, man. Brady's my guy. He's cool, you know, this and that. And he's talking about his little Fox show, and he's like, yeah, man, my show, you know, this and that. And we're doing this this year. We're going to set it up this year. He's talking about all his camps with the kids. And this is Matt Liner. Check this out. So he's telling his buddy the story, and he's like, yeah, man, my brother-in-law or, you know, stepbrother-in-law, he offered me. He said, hey, man, Matt, we need you to come down, talk to the kids, Kind of motivate him, inspire him. We'll give you twenty five hundred bucks. And Matt was like, "Dude, don't don't give me twenty five hundred dollars. Don't do me like that. Use that money for the kids. I'll do it for free. If you need me to come out and talk to the kids, I'll come do it for free. I don't need to be paid, you know, from on a kids program." 
And I'm like, that dude's pretty cool, man. Just the integrity of him. Because I would have took the 2500 I would have been like, cool, I'll be there. This dude was like, no, nah, I'll come talk to the kids for free. Don't even stress it. I'll be there to talk to the kids. Keep the money. Do something else with the money. And that right. showed me, like, these are superstars, and they're so humble. Like, the dude don't even look like a quarterback. He looks like, like you know, the dude from a room five. He don't even – he just come walking with his leather jacket on. He looks like a rock star. He don't even look like a quarterback. Like, you think a quarterback, a big looking – he just a regular rock star looking dude like Adam Levine. He just jumps in the back seat. We cruise down to the golf course. He jumps out the car. He's like, Jimmy! Talking to his buddy Jimmy out there. And he was talking about his wife Josie the whole time. He loves Josie. Talking about when they used to date and everything. And I'm just like – I'm just driving down the highway just like – this is Matt Leinart in my backseat. <laughs> That's all I could keep thinking. It's like I've no, seen no. this dude play so many years. By making money, like, though, wow. right? I mean, look, look, you're you're having a ball. You're making money at the same time, right? And, yep. and, and you know, to me, it's like, like Matt Leinart did, right? They're paying it forward, right? We try to yeah. do that on our channels. You do it really well and a few other channels that – Look, you know, we, we try to educate. We try to stop the stupid from being stupid by accepting garbage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and to me, it's like, that's all we can do, right? And then yeah. and, and then spread the word. And, and, and it then, keeps our value know. up. When, when people stop accepting the low rides, because like I said, the time and the miles both matter. Because they offered me $50, and I was like, I know where that $50 is taking me. It's taking me to that stadium, and I'm going to end up getting an average of $25 an hour. <laughs> it's like during Super Bowl, I'm not taking $25 an hour. That's not enough because I know I'm going to be stuck out there in Glendale sitting in traffic, and I'm gonna, it's going to take me two hours to get out there and get the people and get back for 50 bucks. It's not worth it. And you just got to know that. It's like the experience of you, a new person will see that go, ooh, 50 bucks. I've never seen 50 bucks. They don't get it. That's like your time and your miles matter. I don't care if it's for 12 miles. I know how much time it's going to take me to go that far. Just to go around that stadium and screw around and it's going to take me a whole 45 minutes. I'm not doing that. So a lot of people got caught up with that. And that's what happened. You know, I went back to my New Year's Eve video and I told people in my New Year's Eve video, my first ride caught me up because I took somebody to a concert for New Year's Eve and I sat there for almost an hour and I made 25 bucks. I was hot. I was mad because I fell victim of my own stupidity. And I was like, I knew I could have did better than that. So yeah. this time when they offered me twice the amount, I was like, nope, I already know what's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you, you know what? Know this stuff. But look, you're a veteran, right? Yeah. You just said it, right? You just went back to your New Year's, New Year's video and you learned. Not you. Not that you didn't know. You just made a mistake, and you didn't repeat the mistake again, right? Yep. And that's it what it's all of, about. I mean, a lot of people don't apply strategy, don't apply any of this. The three P's, the you know, patience, position, planning. None of this. Well, yeah. I, you know, all you successful drivers do the same thing. They apply the simple methods to rideshare. This is not rocket science. We're driving that's people it. around for God's sake, right? It's business. But yep. then the the difference between you guys, the top one percenters, and the bottom is like huge. It's like two x, three x, and then they all go. How do you make that kind of money? That's a lie. You're not making that kind of money. I'm like, well, no, they are making that kind of money because they have a method to the madness. You know what I mean? Yep. It, you've got to have, like a lot of people fall, because the apps are smart. They've got really intelligent people working on these apps, and they know human like activities and human behavior. And they know if they put a big dollar amount or they put something on there, it's going to get somebody to bite. An intelligent driver, they know won't fall for it. So they're trying to get somebody who's less into So they keep bringing in all these new drivers using these new tactics and stuff because they know the old experienced drivers are not falling for it. So they go, okay, we know these guys won't take the bait. 
Let's bait some new drivers. And the new drivers take it, and that's what keeps these low fares in our systems. Yeah. The moment everybody stops taking these low fares, these low dollar 50 cents per mile fares, 60 cents per mile, that's worse than the old way. So you can't go backwards. We used to get like 65 cents a mile plus like a dollar of or a dollar amount, 65 cents, something crazy like that. But taking 50 cents a mile means you're driving for free. You're driving for negative money. It's going backwards. And well, a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, the negative, negative is. money is coming we, we up. We got a story Mark, coming up in just a couple of, uh, yeah. in a little bit. Yeah, I get it, man. Y'all get it, man. It's like yeah. it, people but, are. But, people but, but Jeff, Jeff, I want, I would love to have you on for the next twenty-four hours. I think you know what we should do. We should do like a telethon marathon uh, live <laughs> for like twenty-four hours. Dude, and we then just put you, you know put you in front of the camera and let you speak for twenty-four hours. How about this? Have Have Harry do a panel. And fly us out somewhere. We're all together, and then Arizona, that way. Arizona, man, I'm telling you. There you go, man. Arizona, I will just go. I camp out at a good like there. <laughs> yes, we could do the anyway. panel right down well, at on Scottsdale, where all the parties go. We'll do the panel in on the at the club scene with everybody behind us while we're talking, and we'll tell people how because all then, of us we ride here all night. And, and then we'll wear a shirt saying, you know, we have real jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We do this for fun. Yeah. But look, I don't want to cut you off, but you know we're on a tight schedule. Oh, yeah. But I'll give you a couple of minutes to close. I know you're going to hang out a little bit longer with us, yeah. and then give your opinion on stuff that's going on. But yeah. give me a couple of minutes of why you do ride share, right? And I, I know you do it on your channel. So preach us about why you do ride share, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and and where is it going to take you? I mean, this you cannot do this for a lifelong, lifelong, you know, periods of time. So tell us yeah. what your plan Bs are, and give us like a couple of minutes about that. Well, the, the reason why I love ride share different than like most people, because any job you have going to have is ups and downs. I've had jobs I've hated before. There were days that I did not want to wake up to go to the office. Like literally, I was like, please, I just want to sleep another hour. With ride share, I cannot wait because I got a clean car sitting in the driveway. It's money in these streets and I know I'm going to get it. I just know that. It's something in me that says I'm going to get money today. And I love that feeling of waking up knowing today's going to be a lucrative day. And even if it kind of falls flat, I can like break down why it fell flat. I'm like, you know what? I was in the wrong area. I was this and that. I put it on me because if I can put all the, the issues on me, I control the situation. A lot of people want to put it elsewhere. So you're giving control to everybody else and everything else. I take full blame for my failures and my success in ride share. So I don't care if I have a bad day because I know it's all on me because I can have just as quickly have a good day. So only in rideshare can you do that. You are in control of your destiny. The apps are not in control of your destiny. They'll try you and you will fall for it, but you are in control of your destiny. So I tell a lot of new drivers and stuff like there, you're going to have some really hard days. Days you can look on my channel. I got days where I hit $95 and call it good. I'll come to my garage and clean my car or something. Have a hobby. Have, have a mental outlet other than rideshare. If you don't have a mental outlet, this job is going to drive you into the ground. So yeah. my mental outlet is working on my cars. And like I said, I used to own a shop. So after rideshare, I can go back to working on cars for people. I could do that. I could build parts, design parts, whatever, try to sell a copyright. Who knows? But rideshare won't be forever. But it's really good for my mentality now because it just allows me to be me. I don't yeah. have to change for nobody. I don't have to be corporate. I just love just waking up and just being if I'm done for the day after two hours. I just say, you know, I think I'm done for the day. I made 150 bucks in two hours. I'm going to call it good today. And yeah. I just, that's just how this day go. I don't have to work a, a 10 hour day to be happy. I could work four hours and be like, I think I'm done for the day. I'm going yeah. home. 
So, so you know, with that said, with, with that Roger. look, man, with that said, I honestly, I, we will definitely have you on again, I'm sure, at some point. And true, I mean, true, well, you know, anybody, please go to Jeff's channel, listen to his uh, preaching. Some crazy stuff he, on there. He, preaching, <laughs> he kept it clean today. He kept it clean today. <laughs> On purpose. He's a little different there. Hey, I tell people sometimes I cuss because cuss words is like adding spice to food. You got Thai food, Mexican food, then you got ice cream. Today was my ice cream day. I love Cold Stone. Now, I might have a Mexican day later this week and go nuts and just put spice on it. All right. Thank you, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on. But um, so stick around, stick around because oh, this, this couple of these, couple of these things are are from your uh, neighborhood. So yeah, I like to hear. So, yeah, I want to hear this. I want to see. You're this. about to, you're about to see this stuff. So I will see your reaction. <laughs> oh, let's see. Yeah. All right, yeah. let's go, Chris. What you got? What you All got? Right. Oh yes. Uh, well, thanks for coming on again. Yes, link is going to be in the description. Uh, so if you want to check out uh, Jeff's channel, uh, head over there, follow him, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we got a lot to cover right now. So we, yeah, we're on a little yeah. bit of a time crunch there when it comes to it. But thank you for coming on, you know, sharing oh, your experience, especially when it comes got, to, um, you know, taking these these bait rides and kind of differentiating. You know, you probably I mean, that's the whole thing. Same thing. I did one pickup from uh, the Ralph Wilson Stadium. It's now uh, Highmark Stadium for the Bills. Did one. Never again will I do that because you, you're just sitting there and, and, you know, they closed down all the roads and all this stuff and, and it wasn't worth it. So, you know, yeah. that, that $50 surge or the $50 bonus on top of the ride was not worth it in any way. So um, you know, I follow the same, same things you do is there's many things else going on in the area where drivers are needed because those yeah. rides aren't stopping. In fact, you know, people who are getting out of the stadium, they're also stopping watching the game. So they're going to want to get home, go to the bars or we'll do whatever. So it's just, you know, being smart and making those right decisions. So yeah, uh, thanks yeah. for sharing that when it came to uh, what you did, especially with these big, big events. Uh, oh, but yeah. yeah, let's get right into um, our big topic right here. And that is upfront earnings screen is going to be changing a little bit. They're simplifying it. Um, so these are a few screenshots, both from, uh, you know, the, the actual requests and also trip radar. So you see the difference here? What do you say? <laughs> I, 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 I see a huge difference now. Now, oh, yeah. what I say may not be accepted at the moment, but you guys have to think about this. Okay. So the stuff I have on top of my head, decline garbage, right? So, and then we did like educational videos and series on education, blah, 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 all the non-ending educational shit, right? And then we even explained to you guys where to look, where to train your eyes, not just the dollar number. You know, we <laughs> said you have to add the, you know, time to pick up, time to destination, miles to pick up, miles to destination, divide, all this, all this math you have to do in eight seconds, okay? Or 10 seconds that Uber says it is. Now, yeah. now, now, it is all simple. It's right in front of you. You can decline garbage now so much easier, so much easier. Because they <laughs> added the time. Exactly, exactly. I'm telling you, bro. They added the, the, the good trips much faster as well, too. Absolutely, and absolutely. So they've added the pickup time. They, you know, I, I mean, look, man, this is as simple as it gets, right? Now, a lot of veterans are going to say, this is not good for me because I want to know how far the pickup is. Right, because in the old ping ping screenshot, you had the time and distance to pick up. Well, a lot of drivers or veterans don't want to drive too far, like they don't want to drive six miles for a two mile ride, right? Mm -hmm. 
so the the downside for for us the veterans is that we can't kind of tell exactly what's involved here but there is a map on top there is your where your you know gps yep. screen is and there is that thing with an up arrow okay you can kind of <laughs> tell even like look at the first screenshot okay total of 3.6 miles if that whole thing is 3.6 miles right from you know pick up to drop off okay well i kind of know i kind of kind of gauge by looking at the map how far my pickup is unlike the fourth screenshot on the right it says 14.1 miles for eight and a half bucks look for look how short the trip is between the up arrow and the down arrow and where i am to get to the pickup well that's a definite decline right so to me now for micah you know we don't call them a's anymore <laughs> Formica has no excuse. Say, oh, it's too fast. The ping is not long enough. I can't do the math. Hey, now, now you have no excuse to decline these goddamn trips. Exactly. No decline garbage. The ones that it's right work. there. Makes sense. You it, are right able there. to see I mean, it, much easier now. It is. Um, and that's, 16, and that's like $17 an hour. 31 yeah. minutes, that's $17 an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As a private that drive, that's crazy. That, that, that yeah, not only that, but you know that the thirty we're going to talk about the earnings in a little bit. Yeah, that, you know they both the both companies said, oh, the drivers are making thirty five an hour. I'm going like, no, look at these trips. Uh, How can you make thirty five an hour looking at this stuff? You know what I mean, they're not talking about. They're probably talking about the average, which means some people are making seven and some people are making like sixty. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, no, no. It's because they use they use a different term. They use utilized hour or active hour, not not the time that you're online. So if you let's say we went online from the moment that we started the show to the moment we end to, to you, me and the normal person, that is how you're going to find out if you want to do an hourly rate. Yeah. But what they do is they're like, oh, no, 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 no. See, like you have different times when you're actually active. We're only considering you active when you're on the way to go pick somebody up and you have a butt in the car. Other than that, when you're sitting waiting for a ride, we don't count that. So yeah. that's how they get that's around. Like the, you know, I, Jeff, I call Jeff, it available. Jeff, yeah, that's I call like it available McDonald's, You know, that's like you're telling your McDonald's cashier employee, right? We're only going to pay you when you're with a customer. But the <laughs> other time you're standing around, we're not going to pay you. Good like, analogy. Bro, good analogy. Yes, is that, right? So see, that's yeah. why I call it available time. Like, like yeah. if I'm available to work with you and I'm, I'm logging on at 10 o'clock, I'm available to help to start working with you at 10 o'clock. If you don't give me a ride till 1045, then I know you don't have the demand for a driver like me. So I'm not driving. It's like, yeah, I'm not, not doing man. one yeah. ride an hour. I'm that, not. That, that's all fuzzy math. That's all active time, utilized time. It's all fuzzy math, right? Exactly. Because if we look at those, if you look at all those screenshots, it's very easy to figure out what active time is, right? The last one was eight bucks for 31 minutes. Okay. Exactly. Let's let's say this, Jeff or and Chris. Let's say this. Okay. Uber math. Let's do the Uber math. Okay. How fuzzy this freaking math is. Okay. So 856, let's say I accepted this. Okay, no problem. 30, I will never do death. Oh, death, I will die before I accept this, but let's say I did. <laughs> so, so, so 31 minutes. Okay, how about this? Right before you drop off, Uber gave you an exactly the same ride. Okay. Now I was active for 31 minutes. Give me another 856. I was active for another 31 minutes. So that makes it a whole hour. You add 856 and 856, that's 17. Yep. Where's my 35? I was active for a whole hour. Where's my 35? Not even close. Yep. <laughs> Not even close. So I'm going like, let's stop the fuzzy math, people. Okay. And that's it's how they that's how they get a lot of these newer drivers, though. They yeah, get yeah, newer they drivers mm -hmm. by 
Yes, yeah, and look, $13 for 30 minutes. Well, after that 30 minutes, they're going to turn around and give you one for six seventy-six, and you use like $7 worth of gas. So technically, you've made like less than $13 an hour driving your own car. Yep, yep. So this is coming to a lot of, uh, right, Chris, didn't you say uh, Joe has it in Minnesota as well? Joe has it, yeah. yeah. I don't have it in my area. I, I haven't have seen it. it. I don't have it. Um, yeah. Well, I think Jeff has oh. it, though. Do you have it? I think you have it, right? I have that, yeah. You do? Okay, well, it's yeah. good. Now, okay, so for all the Formica, last word. Now it's simple. Look at the miles. Look at, look, it's all there for you. you look at the minutes. To... Look at the minutes. Be the quick. garbage I right Because I try the to say, I want to make at least $20 every 30 minutes. If I can make yeah. $20 every 30 minutes, I'm good. And so that means the miles won't really matter because if you can fit twenty dollars within thirty minutes, I'm not, I'm not driving a whole lot of miles. Yep. Well, you're but, not going to make that with this. <laughs> no, no, you're going to decline. That's what my man. I used to be ninety percent acceptance. I'm like fourteen percent or something. <laughs> I think. I think most people. Dude, I went from ninety to fourteen. Really. Yeah. yeah well, I went from ninety percent to fourteen. It's like coming great. up about acceptance rates. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. that's yeah. going to be an oh, interesting. Yeah, we got we got a good one on that one. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about. You know, one of the things that we kind of kind of hit on uh, when Sergio and I are talking about upfront fares is how they're changing base rates and base pay when there's surge attached. So if you have a large surge, they take that new account and they'll lower your base rate. Well, you know, what happens when that base rate goes to zero or goes <laughs> negative, which means you owe money to take that ride and then you get a little bit of surge on top. That's yeah, crazy. Is that joking? Boom. Here's a couple of screenshots. <laughs> That's so, crazy. So wow. for, for the left screenshot, <laughs> the upfront fare came out at $8.03 that you would make. But look at right underneath that, plus $13 included for the Man. surge. So where the hell is the other $5 coming from? Out of my pocket? <laughs> hell to the freaking no. No yep. way. Yep. Uber, what are you doing here? You need to fix this and you need to fix it now. Um, well, some programmer, some programmer right now is, is, is skimming some money. That's what I something. <laughs> Bro, something. This is this is driving for charity. This is actually, you know, we're paying Uber to drive now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is crazy. I'm it don't say it, it don't say negative 803 is the upfront fare. <laughs> Yeah, so you're paying us eight dollars yeah, right. to pick this person hey, up. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's just a negative four ninety seven. Hold on, uh, FTC. If you're watching, uh, here you go. Whatever you're investigating, this this you might want to look into right yeah, now, especially when it comes to them changing base rates and not Man. keeping it. Uh, and that's what they should put base rate negative four ninety seven. They should put that, and they should put the surge, and they say so. You're getting eight dollars. They should put that. That's transparency. That would be full transparency. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I used to joke about this a few months ago. I go pretty soon we're gonna have to pay Uber to drive. Yeah, you <laughs> joked about it. Sure, we're doing it. We're doing it, people. We're down to here. Look, when I first started, it was buck forty a mile in LA and forty cents a minute. Then before yeah. up front, it was 60 cents a minute to 21, 60 cents a mile, 21 cents a minute. Now we're driving for negative. Roxy's got it right. And he's getting the money. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're paying for the commercial with this one. <laughs> man, man. But, okay. but here's the so, thing. Jeff, Jeff the, the right thing. one is from your side. back of the woods, bro. Phoenix to Scottsdale. Okay. $4.23 with $7 surge included. That's from the back of the woods. You're going to get some of these now. 
Oh, well, I ain't getting yeah. that. Not with no seven bucks included. No, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So where's, where's that two? Here's, here's the weird thing though. <laughs> like two, two, think about it. $2 and 77 cents. If it was a base rate, if you take away that surge pricing yeah. for 14 minutes and 5.3 mile distance. Yeah. In its, own, in its own, that's bad enough. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you, in Scottsdale, it's always surging in Scottsdale. It's always surging because there's always events going on, dances going on, parties. It's always surging in Scottsdale. They're doing this. It's, it's skimming. It's got to be skimming because usually any Scottsdale ride you take is going to be at least a double-digit number. You're not taking a $4 ride in Scottsdale. People up there are driving Lamborghinis. They're not paying $4 for a ride. It's like Uber is like really getting people up there. They're getting drivers that don't know the difference. You know, you, know who accept, you know, you know who are they doing this for? You know, in the in the app, there is a toggle on switch for auto accept. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can actually yeah, auto right. accept. And yeah. like if you have auto accept on, because you don't I mean, see if it. you're worth if you got like basic second grade math, you're not gonna be taking this, right? But yeah. if you the, the only people who are taking this is I'm on auto accept, I'm just gonna accept everything wait, and Uber Algo goes home. This guy takes everything. Yep. Hold on. Are from Micah that's watching this. Yeah. Uh, would you actually accept these rides, or and yeah, yeah. think that's that's acceptable, or, yeah, or is is this well beyond the line that you would draw to? Because to me, this is well beyond the line. Like, here's the thing: the base pay for that ride should not be adjusting based on the surge price. The surge yeah. price should be in addition to whatever exactly. you are making for that particular ride. Exactly. You should not be, like. It should be four dollars and twenty three cents plus seven dollars. So I should be seeing eleven uh eleven twenty three right there. Same exactly. thing on the other side. I should see eight oh three plus thirteen. Not not this this other crap where, where you're getting negative base rates. That, no, this this, I mean seriously, this is something this is something this that I won't be driving. I, I bet you they're doing this to test, right? To test yeah, what, what drivers are doing because this is like this is this is bullshit, right? I mean, besides they're besides gonna call math, it a glitch. They're gonna yeah, say, I mean, oh, it was a glitch in the app. It was a glitch in the algorithm. We're sorry. We didn't mean that. It was we had to resolve that issue. They know what they're doing. Oh no, like no you said, it, it has to do with that auto accept. I guarantee it's that auto accept. Because when I first started years ago, I had to ask, I had to call Uber to ask, how do I get it turned off? Because I didn't know it was an auto accept on there. I was sitting in Mesa and I called them. I said, How do I turn this thing off where it keeps accepting all these trips all the time? They said, Oh, that's auto accept. Go to this screen. I was like, never knew it. I learned that yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, uh, this is this is unacceptable. Okay, so I mean, on its own, these two trips are unacceptable as they are. But very, you know, look, yeah. we figured the game out pretty soon when the upfront came out, right? Because we figured high surge, low base, right? And no yes. surge, high base, if whatever you want to call it. But this negative base, no, come on now, that's no. too much, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. So, and FTC, drive. <laughs> well, we tried, we tried our best. Let's see if this flies. To the FTC, by all means, let's yeah. see what they got to say. But this you is know, also we make a snippet of this, Chris. We make a snippet of this. Let's send it to the FTC. All right, but here's the other thing. This is this is actually there, there's something in Colorado. We did say that Colorado is the next state. Uh, we're gonna go over this in a segment coming up. Not right now. Uh, we're actually gonna dive into the uber and lyft earnings two different reports coming out completely uh in just a moment but you know colorado one of the things that they're doing is looking at pay transparency when it comes to different drivers and uh what's going on in the road so that is uh, a good thing because now we're gonna hopefully actually see some breakdown 
uh, and transparency when it comes to this. So we have a little bit better of an understanding uh, because right now that's absolutely ridiculous. Let's just uh, let's just put the base rates on there. And then, you know, the, Sergio, you and I were talking about this uh, texting back and forth uh, when I sent you that screenshot with a $13 surge on an $8 ride. Honestly, um, I thought it was Photoshop. <laughs> because, you know, we get a lot of, you know, you get on Reddit and, you know, Reddit, you uberpeople.net, there's a lot of Photoshop stuff there that goes on. So I kind of don't trust it. But this morning, I got that one from Arizona from in my DM and Twitter. He goes, Serge, this is real. It's mine. And I know the guy. I go, damn. <laughs> so this is happening. Yeah, it's, that, that's a little ridiculous. So, you know, yeah. if this is glitched, you better fix it, Uber. You better fix no it. Chris, Chris uh, you know, there is no glitches in the Uber system. There is intentional no, glitches, but, not unintentional. Here, here's, here's the thing, though. The, there's, the, there's the base no. rate should not be adjusted based on the surge price. The surge Absolutely price is in addition not. to anything that is coming on. This whole rate rebalancing bullshit needs to go away. Like, yeah, I'm not going to take a long ride anymore based on rate rebalancing. I'm going to take yeah. short rides because that's the only way it's going to stay worth you it. You know, I'm telling you this, Jeff, Chris, you guys are here. You're listening. You, you, you're my witnesses. So All these things they're doing are geared for Formica. You none, of this is, none of this is geared for a veteran because as a veteran, I know exactly when and where it's going to surge and I position myself there before the surge happens. Yep. Now that they go, oh, surge is in addition to that. So all that planning, all the strategy I did is for nothing, right? But yep. for Formica, they go, ooh, $7 surge. I'm like, oh, great, boom, let me take it. Oh, no, sir. <laughs> oh, it's sir. supposed to be in addition. It's the reward for my hard work to position myself correctly. Exactly. Yeah, not, when, not when we take the ruler and then we go like this, because, oh, there, there's a surge. So we're going to we're gonna actually extend it out, but... but we're, we're we're screwing no. with this no because and it's, it's a trick for people it's a trick for people who want to use their surge yes yeah, a yeah. trick for people who want to use that surge because they're scared to lose it they're like yeah. i got a ten dollar surge i don't want to lose this surge i gotta take it on the next ride well the next ride that, may be garbage don't take it on the next ride let it go just yeah. let it go and, that, and that's exactly what i was saying with sergio i said because we were talking about the gamblification of uber and lyft and and gig apps with uh venus article she's going to be coming on uh in a few weeks talking about that but that plays into it you know if if you see a surge attached to it i said oh now they're just going to throw out fake surge to make you think that you're going to be uh getting surged so then you're going to accept the ride and it's yeah, it's it a game that they're going to play and i'm like oh yeah. look now it's fake surge there's no real surge anymore because it's the psychology of the, the so psychology yep it's yeah. the psychology and, yeah. of, i don't want to lose this surge i gotta accept this ride i don't want to lose it it's like yeah no, it's garbage yeah. ride. Don't take it. Just no upfront. Don't take oh. garbage rides and just leave it at that. Yeah. And, exactly. and by the way, I, you know, I did the interview with Stephen, which was on the on our channel as of yesterday. And uh, Stephen, you did a great job. You got bags of money and came back to L.A. in one piece. You know, he was telling me and I'm sure you, you figured that out, too, Jeff, that, you know, Lyft was capping the bonus or surge at 25 bucks. I heard when he said that and the moment he said that I went to my phone and opened it. My top search is $25 on a lot of rides. I didn't Bullshit. realize that until Steven said it. Bullshit. Bullshit, I called to that. There you go. Dude, every yeah, one of ridiculous. my rides was capped it's out at $25. I had $47 surges. He, it was, no, he, it's, he was it, right. Look, it's the same thing with capping tips. If a passenger wants to tip $500, that should be allowed. Yeah. And and they should not be putting any 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 restrictions on that. Yeah. It's up yeah. to the passenger what they want to do. Because I, I've I've seen that. I've heard that. You know, they, they cap it. Sometimes drivers want to put more. 
You know, I've yeah. had rides that are, are, are like 350 that are base and you get, you know, I'll, I'll have people hand me $20 cash tips and they're saying, yeah. look, because the app does not allow me to tip the way it should. And but this see, is a I hell of a lot cheaper getting home than a DWI. I yeah. say, hey, thank you. Have a great night. And um, so, yeah, these things shouldn't be happening. Well, but see, and I figured I, I got a video about how I use my business cards. Like, this is what I do. Like, I got, you know me, I'm always thinking ahead of the curve. So on my business cards, on each one of them, on the back of them, I've got my my cash app and my Venmo on the back. Wait, you can't hardly see go. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see it. <laughs> So if they don't want to tip me through the app. They could just tip me on my card. I'll be like, hey, here's my card. And it says that right on the back. There is it a businessman. There's a businessman right, right there. Drivers. That's a businessman. Guys, guys, hold on. Drivers out there. Here's 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 one thing. You ever hear the saying, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile? This is exactly oh, yeah. what they're doing. So do yeah. not allow that to happen. This is going to come down to all of us working together when it comes to it. Do not give yes, them yeah. an inch because they're going to take a mile and it's showing. If you're seeing negative base rates, that is insane. I mean, if they're right. still in fares, you know they're still in tips. I mean, it's, it's common sense. Oh, if they're still in fares, I mean, they're probably, still in tips. But, I, but you know what? Possible. You know what? I, I mean, you know, we have the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, if that if you're driving for negative rates, please, people. I mean, I understand mass challenged, all that good stuff, right? <laughs> they ask and you can figure this is like not this is like el, not even elementary school. This is first grade math. Yeah. It's like simple subtraction, bro. If the mm -hmm. surge is 10 and the trip is for five, you're negative five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. This is not and that even problem. more than that because you, you still got to calculate for the trip. So the trip has to be like eight. And then you should be at $18. Uh, and they're giving you a $5. Don't work for free. Right. Please don't work for well, free. Man. No, we don't. But all right, we got to move on. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely a fiery topic, but. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted on that. If you guys see anything like that, uh, make sure you send us screenshots so we can continue uh, watching this, especially when it comes to it. But the biggest thing, if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile and it's showing. So, all right, we're going to switch it up. We're going to be talking about the earnings report. Both Uber and Lyft have very, very different earnings reports that came out this past uh, for this past quarter. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, uh, you know, I think it was episode one or two or something. We were talking oh, yeah. about yeah. the big tree, Uber's the big tree, and then Lyft is the little tree that never got the sun. It's always stunted and gross. Uh, well, here, here's this exact uh, thing right here. You see, you see Uber's tree. It's big. It's beautiful. It's in the sun. It's it's feeling happy and it's good. And then you see that little dying tree right there called Lyft. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And that's this is, you know, a couple weeks ago, we talked about Lyft <laughs> going through a possible bankruptcy or being oh. bought out, um, likely by 2024. Yeah. Uh, this past earnings report probably <laughs> confirms that a little bit uh, when it comes down to it. Uh, Uber, you know, they, they decided to take on a couple of things with Uber Eats, Connect, you know, all these different different avenues that they're trying to to make money on. <laughs> Lyft just decided to say, hey, we're going to be a one trick pony and we're going to stick to that. And uh, you know what? Yeah, well, Lyft, Lyft does delivery, though. I've had a couple of deliveries with Lyft, ironically. So they're trying to yeah, get into they, the delivery market. A lot of people just aren't using it. They just don't trust. Yeah, they, they're, they're, they have a little bit, but. They, they tried it, but beyond that, they, they decided to stick to, to one real trick, and that, that's really about it. And 
Yeah. It might be their days may be numbered, especially with this past earnings report. So let's real quick. Yeah, the delivery thing is too little, too late. They're just not going to, yep. you know, not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I listened to both conference calls. I'm going to go real fast. Look, Uber's hitting in all cylinders, according to their CEOs. Let me tell you something. I dug deep with my professor friend Len Sherman on this for quite a while after we listened to the conference call. There is a lot of fuzzy math. If you understand, you know, this accounting shenanigans that they're pulling, they use something called EBITDA, right? EBITDA means earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization. That does not exist in, in the real world because if it existed in the real world, I'd be Brad Pitt sitting here, okay? So EBITDA, <laughs> according to EBITDA, I'm like, you know, Brad Pitt. It, it's not It's not true. I'm, I don't look like Brad Pitt and I never will. So to me, they pulled all the levers that ever that's available to them, okay? They, they included some of their uh, overseas investments. They made the revenues look good. The only thing that helped them is that they have cut incentives and quests and bonuses, as we all know, talked about in the past quite drastically. And what they do is they put that in their sales and marketing expenses. So their sales and marketing expenses went down. Jeff, you know about these shenanigans that you can play when it comes to accounting and earnings. Exactly. And then Reclass. what happened is that, that that boosted their revenue because they paid out less because there is, look, there is a shit ton of drivers out there. Everybody and their mm -hmm. uncle is driving. So they don't have to put any quests because people are going to accept these trips anyway. Exactly. But again, they grew, they grew their business. Now they're almost at a 50-50 clip when it comes to between mobility, which is ride share and delivery you know their balance is good that network effect they talk about that the drivers can earn more on their platforms they can drive you know a little bit right here in the morning switch to food delivery when ride share is slow then back the ride share back the food delivery the power of the platform is working for them the other thing that they did wonderfully is they added they doubled their uber one membership you know which is their membership which you don't get much out of it because but it's 9.99 a month and you know they doubled it from six million subs to 12 million subs which is amazing the other two mm -hmm. things that blew my head was you know i thought they had reached scale right so they grew their maus or maus mean monthly active users or monthly active paying customer base another 11 percent to 132 million people people there's only 168 million adults in the us <laughs> so pretty much they have reached scale to the 75 80 percent level Everything they have done, according to their CEOs, was positive. And and you know what? It, look, stock did well, go up a little bit and then come back down again because Lyft was so horrible. But I I studied the numbers. If you guys want to get deep into this, send me an email and I'll send you my response. But you know, CEO was beaming, CFO was beaming. Strongest quarter ever, as you guys see in the middle screenshot. Strongest mm -hmm. year ever. Everything is wonderful. We have shit ton of drivers driving for us. And here's the number that blew my mind. Okay. New yep. milestone and hit 2 billion trips in a single quarter, averaging oh, 1 million trips per How many hour. Times That's a trip, not dollars, bro. A trip, much, 1 no, million, million trips. Trip. I know, 2 billion trips. But how many dimes is that out of the nickel and diming drivers and riders? Well, you know, you know what? If they do that negative equity thing, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's, no, a lot of money. No. That's, that's why I put money into Uber stock and I it's been going up. Oh, and then I was going to call, I was going to put a uh, uh, a short in for Lyft stock and I completely yeah. forgot about that. You should have done that. And they just, <laughs> that earning could have made tons of money. Estimated. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, you should have, you should have it done dropped that. like 30%. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, just you, like that, too. It was so quick. It dropped. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. 
crap. Yeah, yeah. This is this is kind of what we we were he, we've been talking about. Um, you know, Uber has branched out into different things. As you can see in that tree, it, it it's growing. It it's big. It's luscious. It's green. And then you, know, you see for my lift next to it. It's it's fighting for everything, and it can't get nothing because it just doesn't it know doesn't how work. to stand on its own two feet. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, I drove Lyft all weekend. That's that's what cracks me up. Like I drove Lyft because mm -hmm. I was trying to drive Uber, and that's the thing about Uber. Uber's gonna have a lot of lower tier platforms, like Sergio said. That's their money. They yeah. don't want higher tier drivers. They want lower tier drivers. And that's why they don't allow us to put certain cars on their platform. So we have to go over to Lyft. So all the higher tier drivers are on Lyft, draining Lyft. Because they don't, all the lower platform drivers are on Uber, banking up Uber. It's like the inverse, which is probably why Uber does so well. Because they're taking really nice cars, making them become basic cars. And especially if a driver can't get on Lyft, they got deactivated for whatever reason. They have to drive that really nice car on basic on Uber. Because yeah. they won't let mm -hmm. them go to the next level up. Yeah. And that's where all their money is. Yeah. It's like, it yeah. just, oh, it you know what? Sense. Hold on. Hold on. I, I got to interject something here. For everybody who's watching right now, um, there is something that we're we're trying to do on the Rideshare Guy. You may have seen it in a couple of posts on our community tab. It's ask a CEO, CEO a question. Um, you know, we're actually going to try to take some of those questions and get them asked to the CEOs of these companies. So Lyft, Uber, uh, Instacart, and DoorDash. Uh, so head over to the community tab, put in your questions uh, when it comes to these different CEOs. Uh, any question you can ask, obviously, some of the questions are not going to be looked at because uh, it's, you know, you can't really necessarily ask people that, but um, or they're just not going to answer them based on on the question itself. But by all means, try going over to the community tab there and put it in, whether it's uh, to Uber CEO, Lyft CEO, uh, to Instacart CEO, or to uh, DoorDash's CEO. Uh, Instacart's post is going to come out tomorrow. Uh, so if you're on, on the shopping app uh, and you want to ask a question, uh, head over there and do that because we're going to try to see if we can get some of these questions answered from those CEOs themselves. Uh, yep. So make sure you guys do that. Well, thank you, Carrot818. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, this is this is directly from the conference call, and this is from C. Dara Koshoshai's mouth. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm just the messenger, okay? I don't want any hate mail tomorrow, okay? <laughs> okay, here it goes. Average drivers in the U.S. grossed $35 per active hour. They're on the platform, okay? That's that's his number. Again, say on words. Bullshit. <clears throat> anyway, and then, <laughs> and then he said they have 5.4 million global drivers on the platforms. That's up 30%. You know, you know, we've been talking about this oversaturation, and then he would go say, "Oh no, we need more drivers in Chicago." And then this report says the driver count is up thirty percent. Why? Economy is bad. People are struggling to make ends meet. They drive. That's it. Easiest way to make cash, right? A few hundred bucks here and there. He said, due to that, surge levels are coming down to less than twenty percent. I'm like, no shit, because a lot of drivers, there's so many, so much supply that you don't have to put Crazy. the surge on anymore, right? And then that's why mm -hmm. we see no surge even in LA for like sometimes the morning rush hour, which is shocking to me, right? Yep. And yep. lastly, they said ETAs, pickup ETAs are down to 4.5 minutes. Now, so if there were not eight Lyft, eight Uber drivers at every corner of every city, that four yep. and a half minutes wouldn't be happening. That also means Formica is not declining enough garbage. There you because go. Formica's taking all this yeah. shit. 
and then yep. their ETAs are down to four and a half minutes. So there you go. That's the sum summary of Uber's platforms. That that picture that Chris has should be downloadable. So you guys should do this on your uh, <laughs> on your uh, cell phones as wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> with little lift, thicker, bro. <laughs> well, let uh, uh, you know we, we talk about the good of Uber when it comes to to their earnings report. Now let's look at the abysmal lift and the possible, uh, uh, probable cause of them actually going to uh, bankruptcy or being bought out that. or something, unless they do something drastic. Yeah, and no, there's like, nothing happening, bro. This, this, this the put the nail year. in the coffin. This put the nail in the coffin. I'm <laughs> yeah, telling you, I'm convinced now. I convinced by the end by the end by the end of this year, early 2024, lift is not going to be by itself. It's going to be belong to someone or something else has to happen. Yep. yep. So you know they they lift. I listened to Logan Green, John Zimmer, and uh, Teresa Wu, which is their CFO. Bro, they tried to spin it. They came up with one excuse after the other one. So first of all, they said, "Well, we had to take adjustments on our insurance premiums." As we all know, period three, come Lyft and Uber issue, have commercial insurance when the passengers in the car. They said their underwriters are brutalizing them. They're charging them. So much more money. So they took a $340 million write down because of insurance premiums going up. So I'm Jeez. thinking now, what is it? All the shit drivers are on the Lyft platform and all the good drivers are on the Uber platform? I'm telling you, that's what how it's going, like, man. No. no, I think they're all on the same, uh, on both platforms. And it's just one operates better and smarter than the other one. Don't Lyft still allow like nicknames and crazy stuff like that on their passengers or whatever? Somebody still allows nicknames. I don't yeah, like that's that. Coming well, up. That's coming up. That's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> why, is it, why is everything I say coming up? What the hell? You're losing our minds, bro. You're losing our minds. This is a show land about drivers, and you got the same questions that other drivers have, and we just are on the same page. So that means you guys are ahead of the curve, man. Y'all already know no, what we want to know. <laughs> what do we want to know? We know. <laughs> well, you have this well, either, either way thing. when it comes down to it lift they are they got to do something drastic and they got to do something drastic fast in order yeah. to you know continue on otherwise you know they're, they're going to drive it into the ground and see i thought about this with the lift business platform we have all of these millions of drivers driving every day we all playing music if lift gets into the streaming music business and force us to stream music they could be paid for the music that we make and that we drive <laughs> it's like we're driving millions of hours millions of hours and they should get into the streaming music business i'm yeah. like you know how much money they can make well, here's the thing simply lift could just put a music channel on spotify allow it to be on there like lift Lift mu lift lift driver Ooh. music or something. I just have exactly. driver music. It's money there. to be made in everything yeah, we there do. You go. Yep, but just put us put lift Spotify and just select out of the genre you want on the lift Spotify channel, and lift could be paid millions time over for every driver playing lift Spotify and give drivers like an incentive for every hour you driving and you're on our channel, whatever you get X amount of dollars at the end of the week. Man, I just yeah. I play Spotify nice. anyways. I just leave it on well, Lyft Spotify all day. Well, that that may be coming, you know. See, you may be ahead of Lyft as well. That may be coming because you know Uber also boasted that the, the you know you know we talked about this a couple of months ago. They're starting advertising, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they gross five hundred million dollars, and that is a very profitable business on that. And I think they're going to grow immensely. Exactly. So Lyft is trying to do the same thing. But here's how about this, Jeff? How about this offer? You know, 
I become Lyft CEO, you become Lyft CFO, and Chris is the sales and marketing manager. And we all work for like a couple of millionaires, about 20s and 30 millions, right? Yep. I think we can run the lift down to the ground as, as well as anybody. Dude, I would drive <laughs> yeah. a Bentley. I would drive a Bentley every day and pick people up in my Bentley. I'd drive around and be like, hey, they'd be like, wait a minute, this is a Bentley. What did I get? I'm on the basic platform. <laughs> we got we to gotta do something. We can run these companies down as well as anybody. So well, exactly. Here's the I mean, I know they're in, they're still in their, their restructuring. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the thing is, it's like you got to do something because if you don't, you're definitely not going to make it out on the other end. Exactly. Uh, they, they need to. The, the biggest thing is lift. If you're watching, there, there's a couple of things you need to do here if you want to survive. You got to get out of following Uber. You 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 can't be behind the innovator, being be behind the innovator. You know they innovate on a lot of different things. I will give them that. They innovate on different ideas. They use different yeah. things, and then you just kind of copy half-assedly at these things as well. You got to come up with your own ideas, your own thought yeah. process. There's a lot of great ideas that could potentially work if you played them out correctly. You're not doing that. The, the other thing late. too You're is- too late every time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the other thing one... too is, I mean, 2 billion trips. Yeah. That's a lot of nickel and dimes that they're they're getting from passengers and riders, when it, uh, drivers, when it comes down to it. I mean, yeah. uh, I didn't see how many trips they gave, that Lyft gave. Um, well, but you got to get a quarter, quarter about 400, 480 million, about a quarter of okay, that. So, so, so they get, they got 480 million rides to 2 billion. So they're, yeah. they've well, got, it a, goes a, with market share, right? Uber has about 77% market share now and Lyft is about 23% market share. Yep, now, yep. one thing, one thing they, one analyst pushed the John Zimmer with and he, he couldn't dance around it, but then he said, and, and this is the biggest problem. And this is what I also see a negative for drivers coming up a little bit, you know, then it happened actually, uh, you know, everybody complains, I'm getting all these $3 trips, $3 trips, right? This is what Uber did. Uber figured this out, that they have so many levers to pull. They said, okay, we're gonna put the dagger in Lyft's heart one last time. So what Uber did, they started a price war in the middle of the last quarter, okay? So they lowered base fares. So that's why all these all you drivers are seeing 350s, 340s for ridiculous miles, okay? And instead of Lyft standing their ground because they're losing market share anyway, they decided to compete with Uber, right? So Uber said 50% of our business is from deliveries. They increased their take rates on deliveries and they lowered the take rates on the ride share side. But they lowered the base fare and Lyft fell for it. And Lyft said, oh, you priced it at 345, I'm gonna price it at 344, right? And yep. they got into a pissing race to the race to zero, which nobody will win, right? So drivers suffered, obviously, because the rates are getting on these trips are garbage. And then Lyft definitely, definitely lost that battle because Uber has so many levers to pull to 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 kill Lyft, and they pulled it and and you know the Lyft fell for it and they did price mm -hmm. pissing race. Exactly. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. Lift. If you're watching this, I'm going to tell you something that you do not do in order to try to make profit. And that is right what we're talking about in our next segment. And that is Lift. You're giving out some bonuses, but Lift giveth and Lift has been takeneth. So, Sergio, why don't you take this one then? Wait, 3,600 with 200 rides in 30 days? What? Is that the new stuff they got out now? That is uh, when was when was this uh, Serge? Sergio oh, Serge, where, where did you go? He, he dropped out. Okay, so uh, this this is recent. Yes, 
Uh, so LA drivers, you can earn $3,600 in guaranteed with 200 rise in 30 days. That's LA, clock. yeah. Because we don't uh, have that in Phoenix. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean. All the new and this is why everybody's taking the, the bus fare rides. They're taking a $3.48 rides because they're trying to close out this $3,600. And that means you know what? Hey. experienced drivers, we're gone. Hey, you know what, though? Here's the thing. I just got a $1,200 guarantee for uh, 60 rides. What do you think I did? I took Bus all fares. shorties on lift. Yep. <laughs> all, all shorties. And then, and then the best part, I coupled it with the uh, the streak bonuses that they were giving. I only went out during the times that they had streak bonuses. Smart, so smart, on top of that, smart. I made the, the streak bonuses. I got a shit ton in the guarantee. And then uh, I I just said, okay, whatever. That was two or that was that ended last week. They gave me another one. I'm like, okay, I'll keep I'll keep giving I'll keep doing these bonuses if you keep giving me. That's fine. Yeah, they must with be that. trying to make it look lucrative or something for people who are new, and then they just like, drop the hammer on them, get them all to buy all of this Ooh. stuff and invest in all these cars and invest in all of this stuff, and they just pull a rug from right up on them and be like, oh, we're going to start back to zero again. <laughs> it's yeah. like, all right, well, Jeff, I got one question for you real quick, though. If you saw this, 3600 for for the rides, would you do it? Would you jump on it? Absolutely. Okay. 200 rides in 30 days? Absolutely. In the wintertime, yeah, summertime, no. Winter, I can do it. I can do it in the winter. I can do it. Okay, bro, let me tell you something. Right, I would thing. knock this out in, in less than 10 days. Okay? Maybe, <laughs> maybe in a week. Maybe in a week. Probably. But but hold on. Hold on. Uh, let's let's go into into the opposite side of the, yeah. the other side. After you give the 200 rides or after yeah. you hit the bonus, what's going on? And this is where right. lifts do not do this to try to make back your money. Yeah, don't so, do that. Don't do that. So driving in style. Thank you for the super sticker. I got I got uh, logged out for a second. So I got this I got this uh, letter from a Lyft driver, and you know um, it says when I tell you I'm furious, I really mean it. Well, obviously you do. The real reason Lyft took seven hundred dollars from me is unknown, of course. When I called them, asked why they were doing this to me, they had no answer. I sent plenty of emails and center. You know, by the way, you know we have to do a segment on. Since Lyft went to in-app chat only, the shit's hit. The, it's just horrible right now, okay? I find it outrageous that they're accusing me of what I've done. And, you know, they, this guy didn't do anything. But he, one morning he woke up. You guys will see it on the screenshots coming up. And, and he's got negative now, negative 700 bucks in his account, believe it or not, Jeff. He says, I've been seeing a lot of comments pointing this to GPS spoofing. Okay, whoever knows that knows that. GPS spoofing is something, you know, you put yourself where you're not and then Lyft catches you and then takes all your money away, saying that you committed fraud. This guy, nothing close to it, right? I haven't done anything like that and have no idea how I would even attempt to. I do recall, though, seeing people located in impossible areas from the Rider app. Yep, no shit. Yep. So I'm assuming now I got hit in the crossfire just for being near that area or something. I'm honestly not even sure. But surely they have something in their system that can track my driving habits properly. Yes, sir, they do. They know every inch of your, your traveling. And yeah. then it says, I've sent a few more emails to them, to their team. I'll update you. So far, nothing, right? Well, here you go. This guy woke up on a Monday morning, and he saw negative 637 in his account. And you know yeah. what? All these look at all these trips that he did. Some of the examples, right? He 3250 bonus, 2650 bonus, $50 bonus, 15, you know, all these surge trips. He Crazy. did some excels, you know, mostly excels. 
So this this guy did what he's supposed to do, right? Yeah. So actually, his weekly gross was about thirteen hundred and fifty bucks. But then he cashed out, and the next morning he woke up, he saw a negative six thirty seven. Now it's got to work. And this is the email from uh, Lyft. He got your account has been flagged by our system due to a misuse of the Lyft platform. Bullshit, Lyft. There mm -hmm. have been recent bonuses which have been flagged by our system and submitted for review, which they do on Uber as well. If you have like a $40, $50 surge, they will not pay you for like 72 hours. They have to yeah. figure out like how did this guy get $40, $50 surge, right? Well, oh, $8. <laughs> yeah, after, yeah, after further, yeah, $8, yeah. After further review from our risk team, look at all these teams these people have, right? You know? We will be deducting a total of $784.50 from future earnings. Please note, Lyft reserves the right to withhold at or a portion of bonuses or ride fares. So this guy did exactly what he's supposed to do. He didn't spoof his GPS. He didn't do anything illegal. And now he's in the hole for $700. John Zimmer, this is why you're losing drivers. Okay? Mm -hmm. You don't trust me. You know, there may be a few bad apples in your system. I'll give you that. I'm not going to deny that, but good, hardworking drivers, when you do this to them, they will never drive for you again. You know, they so may get the hit once. They Here's will the never, thing. ever, ever drive Here's for the you thing. Again. It's a, it says your future earnings. I wouldn't be on that platform again until ever. that was taken care of. Yep. And, and until until they owe me all that money back. I'm not. I, I look, I didn't do any of that. You want to do that? You prove it to me. That you were the ones who see that misuse. You prove it to me. You don't. Other than that, I ain't giving you the money back. But I'm not going. Chris, I'm not hitting go online again. I'll go on yes. Uber. Chris, don't they have the GPS signal on each one of these trips where it started, where it ended? Yeah. I mean, some people spoof their GPS and their trips start in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I understand. You have all the data represented to the guy. I mean, yeah. hey. Look, you picked up on top of a tree, that little tree that is not growing, not that tree. <laughs> tree. So, so no, like, but I drive, see, I drive predominantly Lyft, and Lyft sends me messages all the time when I'm sitting right next to the pickup. They'll send me a message going, arriving too soon, question mark, but I'm sitting right next to it. So yeah. I always click arrive anyway, passenger walk to me yeah. because you have no other choice. Yeah, because it'll say yeah. GPS connection issue, but there's no GPS. I'm sitting on the spot you told me to pick up and it'll say arriving too soon. So I don't know where their system is showing my car, but on my phone, is, my car is, is sitting right where it should be sitting. So I just yeah, put that walk to a case of arbitration for sure. Yeah, 100%. Well, they do it written. all the time. Lyft does it all the time, man. It's yeah, like yep. every probably four trips I get arriving too soon. I'm like customer walk to me like, no, I'm I'm right where you told me to go. It's like I'm not yeah. playing mm -hmm. that game with y'all. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Bear Claws has a great comment here. I think they're talking about spoofing to get Surge. Yeah, they do that. There are a lot, there are a lot of few bad apples. They do that still. But Bear Maybe. Claws, they stop that on their system because they figure out your elevation now. Okay, I'm not going to say anything about me, but I had friends who did that. In L.A., being as flat as it is, they used to spoof their GPS. And then if, the, if you're like at 300 above sea level and then you're picking up at three, at the same time, you look like you are at sea level, they figured it out and they deactivated all those drivers. This They stole this guy's money, man. You have all the information. Look at the information. The risk team did not look at that information, obviously. Okay? Dang. Because this guy nice. is like swearing. He goes, I talked to him. He goes, I swear I didn't do anything like that. I go, yeah. You just got caught man. in the crossfire. Yeah. Yeah.
All right. So that is definitely something that you don't do. Like they got to fix their system because not only on that, it's the ETAs that are an issue too. So like you see on a map uh, on the, the request screen that comes in, it'll say 10 minutes to the pickup. When you, you actually do the map, it's like 14, 16 minutes away. Even yeah. the distance is, is wrong. So it's like, yeah. you got to fix your shit. Yeah, get like, that a lot. You got that a lot. That's you. That's not on me. Yeah. Like, what's what, why would uh, why would I want to do that unless I'm actually where I'm at? You know, yeah. Um, yeah. especially since and, since they and have I don't know lift. Like I said, I, I drive predominantly Lyft, and I don't know if their their GPS signal is strong enough. But a lot of times, I'll show up to where the people are, and they're just walking away from me, like I'm not showing up. And I'll message them, and it it says delivered, but they never message back. So I don't yeah. know what the deal is with the Lyft system. And I'll cancel, mm-hmm. like I'll call them and it'll go to voicemail. I'll cancel, get the cancellation fee. I got tons of cancellation fees from that. I don't think their app is working. I just don't think it's working. Like yeah. something's wrong yeah. with it. Yeah. All right, we're, we're, we got to speed up uh, these topics a little bit quicker because uh, okay. we are just pressed on a little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, but let's move on to the next one. This is a Grubhub uh, deactivating okay. drivers now because of acceptance rate. Yeah, um, okay. uh, I'm gonna go. Let's go quick on this, Chris. Because okay, look, I, I I'm working with Zach, who's one of our uh, contributors about this subject. He got um, 14 drivers within an hour of each other in Las Vegas who got deactivated for the exact same reason, which it says in the you know in the the activation letter it says Section Four. So him and I would dug deep and then we tried to find what Section Four is. Well. We found the last TOS, according to the TOS, this this was on Twitter. This was a driver that reached out as well. And this guy's in San Antonio. So we discovered there is a purging going on of Grubhub drivers in Vegas, in Houston, and in San Antonio. Now, if anybody else is watching this after this or now, please email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com if you're part of this purging, okay? So Section 4, we couldn't find on the latest TOS. Section 4 doesn't even exist, but all the deactivation letters that these drivers got says section four you got deactivated for section four well we figured out this gentleman here is oh there you go that's him pico what's up buddy um so we you know we did something innovative and and uh texas is by the way a, a single consent state so you know we 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 you know contacted support and talked to an agent and the they said, oh, you're getting deactivated because of low acceptance rates. What? Are you like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So now if these if these scumbags are doing it, what's for Uber to change the TOS and put something in there quirky that nobody's going to read and people are going to get purged or deactivated right and left? If DoorDash does this, if Lyft does this, if Uber does this, Uber eats, because now they can deactivate you for low AR. Low AR has never been a case for deactivation. In any but other the thing is, I think nobody can force you to do a job that you don't feel safe doing. If they give me a delivery and it's to a shady area at two o'clock in the morning and I don't want to go to that shady area, but if, if I decline it, then I'm going to get deactivated. That's not on me. That's on the area being shady and them not like vetting the areas where they have drivers going certain parts of time. If I go, I get carjacked or I get robbed or something happens to me. That's on the app for forcing yep. me to go there. Yeah. And now well, if I say, he, hey, you forced me to go always- there. No, it was your choice. I didn't choose to be deactivated. I chose not to deliver that food in the shady area. You deactivated me, so you were forcing me. That's called fraud in the inducement. Fraud in the inducement is a legal term. When you induce someone through fraudulently saying either you can do this delivery or or if you don't want to, you can keep your job. 
but yet they fraud they fire you in the the back end so you end up getting the negative consequence through fraud and the inducement and it's like i'm not doing that because i don't feel safe doing it i mean besides safety jeff the ar is you know to deactivate for low ar is illegal you cannot do I believe that. so. And, and this yeah, definitely will be a part of a bigger deal. But we're working, we're working on this. We're gonna we're gonna have more on this. And so people be on the lookout. Maybe you know if you're a door, Grubhub driver, and you get this letter saying Section Four because of Section Four, you're gone. Check your AR because I checked. You know the AR with all these drivers. Yeah, they had low ARs, but they had no cancellation rates. It wasn't because of canceling. It was just because of low acceptance rate. Yeah. So employees or are they independent contractors? Yeah, yeah that's you can't do that's that. the question. Because if they're if they're independent contractors, you cannot do that. That is the whole reason why acceptance rate has never played a factor whether a driver gets deactivated or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that's the algorithm true. thing. It's, it's what the algorithm chooses to send you. They base that on the acceptance rate. That's not based on yeah. our level of whether we can keep doing business with the apps or not. But yeah. now they're trying to make it seem that way. Which, like I said, it'd be some shady air. A lot of us are night drivers. I start at 7 p.m. and I end at 5 a.m. I have rides all night picking up people in warehouses, back alleyways near warehouses when they get off of work and they want to take a smoke break. I pick up some shady people in shady areas. I can decline when I feel like it. If I don't want to go to the warehouses down Buckeye, then I don't go to the warehouses down Buckeye. I might do it in the daytime, but I may not do it in the nighttime. I don't know what's back there. It's dark back there. But now, now, you know, if they bring this to the game, this is a game changer and you know like we're, we're working on it we're going to follow up on this if there is again any grubhub drivers or you know in, in, the, in our in our viewership or later on with the replays or podcast please contact me sergio at the right because i think it's illegal i don't think you can deactivate anybody for low ar and and I think so. yeah, now, Mike, clearly, before we move on uh when it comes to this what about cancellation rates because uh cancellation rates are different the, re- the okay, reason the, why the gentleman, the gentleman who is in the chat now, who is so that's his Twitter, Pico, right? He had 19% acceptance rate at the time of uh, the activation and 0% cancellation rate. Wow. Okay. So yeah, none of these yeah. people had high cancellation rates. None of them. They all had low ARs because Grubhub keeps sending him garbage after garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all had low ARs. I'm, I'm going to give that to Grubhub, but you cannot deactivate an independent contractor for Grubhub. Some lawyer is going to watch this, and we're, we're going to work with that, oh, and yeah. they're going to nail their asses on this because my no, my concern is not Grubhub. Grubhub is like the little tree under DoorDash that's dying, right? With the way it comes to DoorDash. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I have Grubhub. I don't give a shit if I get deactivated by Grubhub. But the point is. If Grubhub does this, is it going to set a precedent for Uber Eats to do the same thing, for DoorDash to do the same thing, right? Because yeah. these companies, they all look at each other and go, oh, look, Grubhub is, you know, the, the, you know, yeah. deactivating a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a legal precedent set for it. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. a legal Because gig work, gig work is a new thing. It's something that just took off. All these apps are new. It's within the past generation. We didn't have this when we were kids. And, you know, we had to call taxi or we had to, like, sleep in parking lots because we couldn't drive drunk. This is a new industry that has a lot of uncharted territory. Yeah. And all of these are legal issues. And they're they're treating people like tools, not yeah. really humans. And if you're going to call me an independent contractor, then you got to look at the humanity behind me. If I'm an employee, you can kind of use me like a tool because I'm part of the company. I'm a company asset. Yeah, and that, and that, an independent that's contractor, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Kiko, I, I would uh, I, I would probably go in for a case of of uh, wrongful 
classification or something like that too uh yeah. because that, there, that's a treatment of employee versus a well, independent contractor the whole well, thing it, is independent contractor. yeah we'll end with this it's very clear to me that they're purging what they're doing is you know all the smart drivers who are accept, not accepting garbage they're getting purged with one bullshit reason after the other so they can replace them with some newbies who have no idea that what they're about to accept on grubhub is garbage yeah so, you know, that's what they do. This is the game that they're playing. They get rid of the good ones and then they get they, they install them with the ones that people who have no clue so they can get those two, three dollar orders delivered. So exactly it's not gonna work. Not not high not here. Low intelligence high equals high profits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, let's move on to the next one. And that is the next state is looking at driver protections and yeah. something called paid transparency, which is going to be uh very interesting. Now, this is more on Uber and Lyft should also be included with Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats and every single one of them. Uh, but yes, this is uh, called Senate Bill uh, 2398 require that companies like Uber and Lyft as well as po oh, I'm, I should have read the whole thing uh, in popular delivery services show customers and drivers how much of the payment for a ride goes to the driver and how much the company itself takes before the customer can give a tip. Um, so it's supposed to help with transparency on both customer and driver's side. Uh, and they're also going to include uh, recourse for deactivated drivers right here. Uh, so it's something that is, you know, kind of going around. Uh, Illinois has been talking about it. Minneapolis was talking about it before that. You know, a handful of other cities, states are looking at different ordinances like this. So it's good to see more and more states kind of looking at things for you know, different driver protections when it comes to different transparencies, when it comes to uh, protection just in general. And of course, the biggest one is something for uh, deactivations and drivers who can, you know, have a much better chance at getting back to it, especially when it comes to these fraud reports of a customer trying to get free food, free ride, whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this, this is this, this is a model that's like really like a wildfire now in the country. We talked about this happening, you know, in Minnesota. We talked about this now happening last week in Illinois. Now it's in Colorado. Look, this is a good thing. And this is actually almost a model without the rates, of course, that Seattle followed, right? And the state of Washington. I love all these protections drivers are getting. And, and Chris doesn't even notice because this was last second, Chris. You know where it says drivers and supporters of the measure rallied at Capitol Hill on Monday with Democratic bill sponsor Senator Robert Rodriguez of Denver and Representative Stephanie Vigil of Colorado Springs. Guess who's coming on as a guest in the next couple of weeks to our show? Stephanie Vigil. I booked her. I booked her already. No way. Yes, yes way. And, and, and what's going to happen is that, guess what? She also had this article that we actually highlighted two weeks ago, I think, that she was a DoorDash driver. And she, yeah, I saw and she wrote that article, and that's yep. her. And now she's sponsoring this bill. Congrats, Stephanie. We're gonna see her on Show Me the Money in a couple of weeks. And I'm gonna ask I, her if she declined trash. I want to know if she declined I, trash. Did she take right. these? And days. you know, because she wrote the she wrote the bill after being a driver for two three years on DoorDash, she knows the shit inside out, right? All the Ooh, games yeah. that they're playing, especially so DoorDash. And the biggest I mean, part, obviously nightmares biggest, about DoorDash. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and 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 the and and the last thing is currently Uber and Lyft will deactivate drivers because of complaint from a customer and not a prop and not do a proper investigation. This leaves people extremely vulnerable. Hello. Lots of our drivers buy their cars specifically to do this. When they get deactivated, they are left in limbo. No, actually, they're left in the poorhouse with a repossessed car and no food on the table. 
Exactly. So, this this is a good thing, people. I know everybody's going to say now, oh, we want to stay independent. We don't want the government to get involved. Hey, I, I don't either. But at some point, these companies need a good slap in the ass or the head or whatever that is yep. to wake yep. them up. Because look, man, they need a break check. You know what I mean? This is the break check that's happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I think that kind of goes into to some some other things that are going on too. So, uh, like the, yep. the Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was sent this for the you know an email. Um, you know, there was a I'm gonna call it a protest. You want to call it a strike or whatever you want. There were about a hundred of hundred drivers who did not accept trips from nine a.m. to um, three p.m. and then the next day they did the same thing. It's all about obviously low pay. It's about you know it's about um, safety. Um, and which we're going to show a couple of, you know, drivers' pictures in a second. And look, you know, this is also happening. I hope this takes a hold. And we just, I just wanted to make a quick mention because I promised the gentleman that I'll show your picture and and I'll make a quick mention. Look, these protests protests have their spaces because they get this kind of, you know, news news clippings and then they get into the news. But the fire that we need to build up as these channels who have substantial amount of subs is not going to happen by doing these things. It's going to happen by educating drivers, because if we do not accept the trash, last time I checked, without drivers, any kind of gig economy would not exist from delivery to rideshare. They need you guys. Autonomous autonomous vehicles, robots, it's all bullshit. None of that is going to happen next decade. What's going to happen is that, though, a lot of local legislatures like Colorado, Illinois, you know, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and, and what state of Washington, New York City, right? We have to put a break check to these companies because they want to have the cake and eat it too. And it's not going to happen like Grubhub is doing. Yeah. They want to have the cake and eat it too. They want to call us IC, but fire me for something an employee would get fired for. Not going to work. Not going to work. At, at some point, we need to push back. And this is See, what and I think a lot of these. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of these app companies need to to scale their level of pay to the areas that they're operating in because yeah. New York pay is is not going to be the same as somebody in the middle of Idaho. Yeah. And you're paying these two yeah. people the exact same amounts. But it's yeah. like it's expensive to live in L.A., not in Idaho. So they yeah. got to find a way to scale things across the boards to make it, you know, somebody in Idaho can afford to do it. But somebody in L.A. can also afford to do it because yeah. right yeah. now and, the and L.A. You know, people are, are uh, drowning. And the people yeah, in Idaho are like, we're doing well. We don't have a problem. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's Cost a great point. In certain cities, these apps that's are not adjusted point. for. You know what? That's a great point because there is a model that exists from pay to driver rights to about eighty percent of employment rights with staying independent contractor. That's one state that has the ball rolling and had it done, and it's been in the system for about a year, year and a half now, which is long enough time to say, is it a success or is it not a success? Is state of Washington? Specifically, Seattle, City of Seattle, Tacoma, See? Bellingham, Everybody all the big I want to have Seattle, two drivers yeah. on to explain how life has been since they're getting buck fifty a mile, Jeff, and about buck fifty-five a mile and sixty-five cents a minute. I can live off of that. I can live off of that. Never so. What do you think your acceptance rate will be if you had those rates? Ninety percent. Mine would be ninety-five percent. Yep. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Because, I mean, the only rides I wouldn't take are the scary rides at the warehouses at three in the morning. Other than that, yeah. I'd accept every single ride. Box, if you pay that much, bro, box sixty, box fifty-five and sixty cents a minute. It's uh, it's, it's a no-brainer for me. Anytime, yeah, anytime. exactly. I'd be at ninety percent. Mm-hmm. I guarantee I'd be at ninety percent. Nine right. out of ten rides I would take. Nine right. out of ten so, every day. Yeah, and this goes with this goes with what Dara said. <laughs> 
He said 5.4 million drivers globally up 30%. Well, I saw this article, which I think is appropriate. Look, a lot of people who are on social security, just like people who are on W2s with real jobs, real jobs. I'm like, no, no, there's no real traditional. jobs. Yeah, I call them <laughs> traditional jobs because we yeah, got they, real they, jobs because I got now, real money in my bank account. <laughs> no shit, yeah, yeah. And, and now that, you know, a lot of retirees are, are also coming into the gig world. And you know what? Hey, you know, it's not enough money. Inflation is out of control. The government can control it. They got to make a few hundred extra bucks a week. Well, here you yeah. go, Dara. You accomplished it. Now you can abuse these people some more on top of exactly. the, your Formica. You and, can abuse some older and Formica. But, you know, and see, the thing is, they don't like smart drivers because, like I said, last week I made like $3,600. I haven't yeah. drove my car since Sunday. It's been sitting yeah. there. I don't have to ask nobody if I need if I could take off. They don't yeah. want smart driver because we can just yeah. not. I haven't taken a person in that car in four days now, three, yeah. four days, and they want drivers out there. When we make money like that, we can afford to say, I need a couple of days to just mentally get myself back in the gym. I need to physically get my body yeah. back. I don't have to yeah. ask for an off day. We just take an off day. Yeah. And it's like, Look, they don't I mean, want that. They want the desperate driver, living check to check driver, you know, can't budget their money and always on the road grinding out these bus fare rides. That's what they want because yeah. it keeps the investors happy. That money keeps in smart drivers do not make these investors happy. They just don't. Yeah. No, they don't want me, you and Chris. They want all the Formica. I get that. Exactly. But, so on a, <laughs> yeah. on, a, on a Saturn note, on a Saturn note, you know, I, I put these up because, you, you know, this shouldn't be happening, but it's going to happen. It's society. So oh, yeah. the gentleman on the left, um gary levine and um he took a passenger uh, in a lift uh, went to uh, okeechobee florida from where he was at he's 70 years old um unfortunately he got murdered um and the guy who was in his car was also already wanted for a murder so you know look this can How happen to anywhere i'm not saying these companies can do a lot about these things crime is crime crime is going to happen anywhere but we just want to remember his name and, and show that. And two days ago, a 17 and an 18-year-old in Australia down under. And Adam, if you're watching, um, hi, how you doing? Um, you know, he got murdered uh, driving Uber. So, look, crime is crime. Crime can happen anywhere. My suggestion, you're on your own. If it looks fishy, pull over, run. That's it. Don't That's worry it. about the car. Don't worry about the life. All that is replaceable. You're not, your life is not. Yeah. I know these companies can do a lot more about onboarding passengers and a lot of these things, but ultimately, as a rideshare driver, you're on your own. You got to yep. watch your ass. And yep. I'm not saying Gary didn't, and I'm not saying Scott didn't. You know, circumstances were there that they were at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people in the car. And, you know, I, honestly, I don't know what these companies can do other than scrutinize the onboarding of passengers a lot more than they, they are doing it, Okay. So yeah. with that said, you know, rest in peace to both of them. Um, you know, our condolences to their families. And this is something that we're hearing a lot more these days. And it could be the economy. It could be whatever it is. But in Scott's case in Australia, 17 and an 18-year-old, bro. Come on, bro. You have a whole life ahead of you. What the fuck? And they right? don't even think about that, man. These kids don't think about it. They think, hey, this is an easy victim. We got somebody's yeah, car. We got yeah. somebody's wallet. They think it's – and they don't realize you're being recorded the whole time. The whole time you're probably being recorded and you don't even realize it. And yeah. you're making these dumb mistakes. I, it's, it's and you're going to be sitting in prison like, why did I do that? Dang, that yeah. was stupid. Why did yeah, I do that? It's a shame. So anyway, yeah. so we want to finish. You know what? We want to finish on an up note. Jeff, you're not here. Where the F are you, Jeff? I'm right here. Not right. you, Jeff. Well, my I, new, my Jeff. new, I have a new favorite for Micah. 
<laughs> he's, he's, he's one of our contributors. He was one of our town hall meetings. Okay. And his name is Jeff, and he's writing for RSG now. And oh. I love Jeff. Jeff, you know I love you. Don't, don't, I'm just messing with you, especially if your wife is watching. So I know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Chris, you want to do this, bro? Because I, sure. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to do this because I, Jeff, you know, is going to look, say, like, oh, Serge, you're kissing my ass because you call me all these names. <laughs> I'm like, no. All right. No, no, yeah, no. I'll read it. Yeah. All right. So this, yeah. this is a e email from Jeff, and, and I'm sure Sergio and I oh, will probably he's here. He's here. Email he's here. Oh, there he is. Here, Captain, my captain. There you go, Jeff. All right. Well, Jeff's kindness and service equals tips. Uh, and he does. He he gets uh, a good amount of tips when it comes down to his tip percentage. So uh, he definitely does. And it comes down to him and his personality versus, yes, he uh, you know, yes, just the average Joe Schmo who thinks that getting in, you know, going out driving and only getting 20 percent uh, is a good thing. So uh, good morning. Hope you have a great week. How many reasons does a driver need to refuse or cancel? I'll count them. Yesterday, as my 12-hour clock was running out, I got a last ride that was short nearby. But they canceled immediately. The next ride was first 13 minutes away. And cancel. the reason cancel is the first, second, third. So th that's uh, what you're getting at. The first 13 minutes away. Second reason to cancel, the ride was 29 minutes in the opposite direction I wanted to go. Third, since it was 29 minutes, I knew I was going to get paid at least a couple of dollars less than what we were used to get paid. All right, Jeff, at least you know that. And yeah. if you're okay with taking that ride, well, hey, more power to you. Exactly. Uh, I took the ride, and as I drove there, I noticed a message from the rider. It said something like, fourth, fourth reason to cancel, need a big car for bags. Is that okay? I texted and asked how many people. The reply I got was the fifth reason. She's legally blind and has a cat. At that point, I was laughing, said yes, and kept going. No. As I pulled into the apartment complex, I immediately saw the sixth reason to cancel. A bunch of bags, laundry baskets, a stroller piled up on the sidewalk. I have a bigger van, so I backed in, looked at the pile, and knew I could fit it in. The woman, 29, greeted me with the seventh reason. You got more than you bargained for, comment. She was very nice as I loaded the van and told me her friend was going to help finish her move. She had to go to work. Believe it or not, she had trouble getting an Uber. I wonder why. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> exactly. Jeff, I, I, you know, I, I got to say, I would have probably just drove, driven right by. Uh, you didn't. So, okay. hey. No. That, uh, that's Jeff, Jeff. Oh, he's eating dinner. Okay. Don't choke on the, the chicken wings or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, by the way, she explained uh, her parents were in New York. Number eight reason. Uh, would be that they ordered the ride, so the odds of a tip were small. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Number nine could have been that the cat litter box, um, <laughs> but I figured I'd spray and air out the car. Number ten uh, was when, after telling me twice, she just needed to pull up, uh, needed me to put everything on the sidewalk. She would take care of it. I found out it was on the second floor. She was from New York, and being from Jersey. I knew at that point I was in the right place and I knew what I was going to do. When when we arrived, it had just gotten dark. And although she had been there, uh, she was legally blind and had trouble finding the apartment. Number 11 was when I realized the apartment was not next to the parking lot, but all the way around the building. I had to point her in the direction of the back of the building. And I told her I would bring her everything. Hold on. Second. How about it, Jeff? See that? Not 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 sunshine man, Jeff. You Jeff. See, you wouldn't do this, exactly. would you? No. 
I got a BMW. I don't even fit two suitcases in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. seven trips up the stairs and i kept the ride going for 15 to 20 minutes extra she sincerely thanked me offered me water and i left the 20 29 minute ride 18 miles was 55 minutes in the end there was a small surge on the ride and i hit my weekend goal by a few dollars at that point it didn't matter if i got a tip or not the rider paid 24 11 and i received 1957 of it we were lost out I did make $2 less with upfront pricing. Halfway home, her parents tipped $45 for the ride. I'm not saying anyone should uh, give a ride like this, but would I do the same thing again? Absolutely, even without the tip. There's no price on kindness we can provide, not just for riders, but anyone. Way to go. Thank her parents. Way to go, Jeff. Way to great go, Jeff. people, great Thank people Jeff. for taking care of that man. Way to go, Jeff. Look at that. Here's the thing. Some 65 people bucks. 65 bucks. Take that. All your and a all cat litter box. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't hit the heart, uh, the brakes too hard, and that kit, cat litter box just <laughs> fell over. I hope not. <laughs> cat litter all in the car. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I oh, think it's the cat well, shit and kiss that you got to worry about. <laughs> yo, tell no, me, no, no. Let me tell you something, Jeff. Jeff, you're my hero. Okay. 99 out of 100 drivers I know wouldn't do this on the second reason for cancellation, which was 29 minutes the other direction when at the exactly. end of the day. Okay. That means you got to come back. Over shit, carrying the shit upstairs and downstairs, the cat litter box and the bags and the half blind girl, whatever. That's why Jeff is Jeff. Okay. Uber driver go. of the yep. year, man. I give it to you. Uber <laughs> driver of the year already. You yeah, got man. it. Yeah. Uber should get a hold of you. you, man. That was cool. That was real cool. Hey, he's a contributor for the last year guy. We picked the right people right here. Look at that. 65 bucks for 54 minutes. Yes, the tip was not a guarantee, but you know what? He did it out of the goodwill and paid forward, Jeff. That's it. God bless you, man. There you go. That's it, brother. That's it. All right. So we got a couple of last things we're going to go through real quick. Uh, Next. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, remember. Okay. You know, Jeff, uh, this is not you, Jeff, not the other Jeff. Jeff is eating them. So, you know, I had uh, Sachin Kansal, who's like a top exec at Uber. I interviewed him like three months ago, right? It's on the channel. So he says, we're going to do a purging of all the fake names and shit in the accounts or the passenger accounts on the platform. I go, okay, great. I see it when I believe it. Well, this freaking passenger doesn't even bother to put a goddamn fake name. He puts a bunch of emojis there, bro. Can't people. Let's see, a family cat lover. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's like, you know, I do I did send this to him by the way. I go, what's happening with the purging? Exactly. <laughs> cat know, I go, hey man, like, no. you know, didn't even bother. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. Um, you oh, know, I, I even on Facebook and in these different places, I'm still seeing people who are posting, you know, all of these screenshots showing all of these fake names still going on so i hey, don't know what happened but it needs to get taken care of this is uber this and is this uber. What I, I sent it you know, i sent it to him he hasn't responded yet so i don't know and i tell people like this we do a lot in the daytime have a real name because if we have to report a crime or be a witness at some how do we say cat people was there I, i'm telling you cat people was right next to us yeah that's like i don't know their name it was a cat emoji that's who was with me it's like and, and how do you like this name? name jeff you like this one better you like this name better Sleepy. <laughs> oh, Joe had sleepy in the car. I got sleepy in the car. <laughs> I'm like, his real name is probably Joe. 
Was that one of the seven dwarves? Sleepy? Was that exactly. one of the Sleepy, yeah. <laughs> Weezy. Sleepy Joe, though. Yeah, I'm like, like it's messed up. Sachin, oh, like, if you're watching this, Sachin. Okay, no, I know, I know who's watching, Chris. We know who's watching, right? Uh, you know, can you please tell this to Sachin? I sent him an email. I thought these were gone. Okay, this was three months ago. It takes <laughs> nope. the computer like eight seconds to purge all these names, bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got we got one last thing to go over, guys, and uh, this is going to be something. Uh, there's 190 people watching night right now, at least at the current moment, and uh, um, yeah, you're gonna oh. like this part. <laughs> All right. all right so you we, take the left uh, one i take the right one <laughs> all right so do you want me to do it my special voice again or yeah, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah all right all right um well first let's go over the, the left side um this all says right. after reviewing your account i see other agents have already issued numerous payments for this type of concern basically we tell you if you think the uh, trip is not right or let's say something happened and you had to go longer or shorter or whatever it was to uh fair adjust well they say if you continue to request adjustments for trips we may take further action which may include permanently blocking your access to receive fair adjustments and <laughs> using the uber platform bullshit i'm gonna right. deactivate you for doing asking me what's rightfully yours you yeah, look, if I have to drive two more feet, I'm putting in a, a fair adjustment. It Sounds like somebody's mom. Like, I'm going to smack you if you ask me one more time. <laughs> like, okay, sorry, mom. <laughs> Just don't ask. Bro, what the hell is going on in this world? Man, you can't ask a question? Jeez, you can't even ask. Like, hey, I think this is wrong. I'm gonna smack shit out of you, don't you ask me? Like, okay, sorry. I mean, think about this, man. <laughs> Dude, that is funny. I love that, man. That is cool. I need yeah. to borrow that quote and it's put crazy. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Let, let, let's do the let's do the uh, the the agent chats. Uh, if oh, you want to oh, do the okay, the, who are you? Am, am I the driver? Yeah. You're the driver. Yeah. Okay, I'm the driver. Okay, I'm the driver. All right. So Uber support connected to agent. This happens way too often. Yes, when you cancel more trips, so this issue arises. Well, maybe there shouldn't be so many bad paying trips. <laughs> I can't fucking hold it together. <laughs> so far away, <laughs> they I wouldn't cancel so much. I understand your point. I will surely pass on the feedback to the concerned team. Is there anything else that you with? So do I have to contact support after every trip I cancel to keep getting rides? No, I've made the changes from our end. I request you to please don't cancel trips often. I request better paying trips, but that's not happening, it seems like. Ha ha. So, so this guy... I figured out after he canceled a couple, he's getting throttled. <laughs> Poor guy is goes to Uber support says, "Why are you guys basically throttling me?" <laughs> and, then, and then and then Uber support says, "Well, then, goddamn it, don't cancel." <laughs> Man, that's what he's like. Stop throttling! Don't cancel trips. Yeah, don't oh. cancel trips. And and you know what? Before we go, everybody. Thank you for watching. We need to look at that big tree, little tree one more time, please. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I got to no, go no, back. No, no, that's funny. That's funny, man. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if you don't send <laughs> me like voice. right after the stream ends, because I'm making them my wallpaper on my cell phone, on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> little lip right, cherry tree. People. So go Which back to our first drive episode when we were talking about the uh, the analogy where, where Uber and Lyft are two separate companies, but uh, Uber is the big tree and gets all the sunshine and is growing nice and strong. Lyft is the little dying tree that uh, can't stand on its own because it's stuck in Uber's shadow. Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas tree. Look like. Okay, we, I'm going to tweet this tomorrow, okay? Let's see what DK's reaction is because he puts likes <laughs> on my tweets once in a while and people go, oh, you look, you're kissing Daryl's ass. He put a like on your tweet. I'm like, no, bro, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> I get Yo, shit from it. every angle, bro. After he likes the tweet, then you got to tweet him. What's up with this negative base rate bullshit? Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'll do this and then put one of the screenshots of the negative chips under it. <laughs> yeah, That's why the tree yeah. is growing. That's why the tree is growing. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. All and right. Then, well, thanks, and then the Jeff, little for coming John on. Zimmer, John Zimmer, hey, I had a good time with y'all, man. All right, man. Yeah, appreciate you coming on, hanging out. Uh, we'll try to have you on soon again. Uh, yeah, guys, make sure if you came in late, uh, go back watch the show. Audio podcast is going to be out tomorrow. Uh, we had a, quite a few different topics that we were talking about. Some things that you really need to pay attention to, watch out on, um, and then. Uh, uh, just yep. take note on we got some really good topics already coming next week some great guests coming on so make sure you subscribe to ring that bell for notifications yes um awesome just and, subscribe and great. thumbs up please thumbs up button. jeff, yep. jeff you're button. my man you know hey you i want to say yes. one thing i want to say one thing for my man i am designs who's in your comment he left the best comment on the channel yesterday on my channel he said when people like you they want to see you win that's there what he go. said think about mm -hmm. it when people like you they want to see you win. So the yeah. people that don't want to see you win don't like you anyways. Forget them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, pretty, pretty much. Jeff, pretty much. Jeff, you're my man. Thank you for coming on, bro. I All appreciate good, it. Brother. All and, good, brother. And brother. please, you know, go sub to uh, Uber Jeep AZ. He has an amazing channel, inspirational, positive, uplifting. Hey, you know, he calls the shit the way it is like we do. And, and you Sometimes know what? You got that, to, that's the only way to do this. So otherwise, we go all crazy. <laughs> we gotta have. We have passion for families to succeed, and we use yeah. rideshare to succeed. That's all. And we'll use something else to succeed later in life. But for yeah. right now, rideshare is what we're doing to see families win. We just want families to win and and fill up their refrigerators. We don't want nobody to see the back of their refrigerator. That's not what we want to do. Yeah. So again, if you don't want to see all. people win. This is not it. Hey, you know, thank, thank you guys thank for having you, me, thank man. You it was for, fun. Uh, by the way, keep coming. Keep, keep sending those emails because without those emails and screenshots and all the funnies, we wouldn't have a show. Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Keep sending the good Holy stuff, the bad stuff, painting. all that stuff. Everything. Send everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially especially when, when I get those screenshots or texts from you saying, uh, look at this. And you look at this <laughs> shit. <laughs> Garbage. Look at this Oh, and, and for Micah, please, now you have easy way to decline garbage. Please. It's, great. Yep. it's super easy now. <laughs> Especially when you see surge included yeah. higher than what you're getting paid. Because uh, yeah. that is absolutely <laughs> not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. Even for, for it's Micah, um, it's not at all. All right. Um, with that being said, again, uh, thank you for watching. Obviously, today, 
was a little bit different with Valentine's Day being yesterday. Uh, so the show is normally on Tuesday. We will be back to Tuesday next week. Um, who somebody is uh, uh, Indy? You know, sorry you missed it. Just go back and watch, rewatch it. We we're hanging out, having a good time. So it'll be like you were live, even though not really. Uh, but yeah, you can go back watch the replay. So <laughs> and then the uh, the audio podcast will be available available tomorrow. Um, we also have a giveaway coming up next week too. Uh, with a pretty cool product so i got it uh, yesterday i got it yesterday it was pretty good nice. i got i actually got it on a monday so i was uh testing it and trying it out the last oh, couple and of i days. actually have a giveaway right now i totally forgot i put on my com on my video yesterday i told my boy king james i was gonna hook him up because i got something to give away hold up i got a, a two-way camera for you brother it's 1080p. You can have this, man. It's brand new. I thought I was going to use it in my Ooh. car, but I don't like the way it sits. So I ordered it, and I don't want it no more. All you need <laughs> is an SD card for it. It's brand new. Instructors, everything's in the box. It's yours, King James. Next time I run into you, I'll have this in the car, man. It's the two-way camera. faces you and the traffic. It is even it, it charges as you have it plugged in. So you can unplug it and walk around while you record with it, too. So you don't have to have it plugged nice. in all the time. I can, bro. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is it, man. This is for you, King James, man. Paid forward. Paid forward. There you we go. Paid forward, there you brother. Go. That's it, man. Like Paid I said, and, and we're, we're a group of guys that want to see people win. So we're cool with sharing what we have with others. So that's what we don't do these giveaways to get more subs. We do them because we just sharing with the people around us. And that's how we do mm -hmm. it. You share with the people around you. So yep. I got you, brother. You got a, you got a free camera for ride share, man. All right. Thank you, everybody. Much appreciated. All right. Hit that like All button. And then hey, brother, leave all the comments below after the show. So see you all next week. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Let's do it. <laughs>